What up, guys? James from Bolt Bros here. Let's talk about the Chargers' undrafted free agents on the defensive side. Some good guys that we picked up on this one. Let's talk about it, Bolt Bros. Let's go. All right, there's a lot of players. It seems like there's more defensive players that we picked up than offensive players for the undrafted free agents. So let's get into it and chat about them. Let's start off with Mikel Jones from Syracuse. Um, you know, it's an interesting thing looking at dipping into the linebacker side of things. I do think that there is a area that the linebacker position can, you know, some of these undrafted free agent can find a way on this team. And uh, Mikel Jones, Syracuse, 6'1", 224, kind of a smaller linebacker. Definitely will need to build up a little bit more weight on his body. 301 career tackles, 24 tackles for a loss, 9.5 sacks. Solid in coverage, but needs to be a, a better with his hands to shut off blocks. He's kind of a little bit of an issue. He's kind of gets a little bit lazier hands or just gets locked up too easily. Did have four picks in 2020, so he has the ability to get some interceptions, uh, which is lovely to see as a linebacker. And I think that we are focusing very heavily with Jeff Howard being our linebacker coach, coming from a cornerback coach. We want to be able to be very, very good in pass coverage at the linebacker level. So really good to see that. Did play special teams, got a fumble recovery for a touchdown. Also uh, saw him make some plays at the goal line in rush defense, so he's had kind of a nose for the ball to be able to get to the running back trying to rush it in um, and was a part of a top 15 uh, rush team in rush defense in 2021. So he had a pretty big play on that uh, successful season with um, Syracuse. So all around, not too bad. I mean, even just say last year, he had what four sacks, one force fumble, 82 tackles, 47 solo tackles. So, the guy has some ability there. Um, his 40 time is at 4.7. So, I mean, it's slightly slower, but as long as he could get out there and, and really find a way to be able to um, be good in coverage, be uh, kind of have a nose for the ball, I think he has a good chance to find a way on this team. So, uh, Mikel Jones, Syracuse, linebacker. We'll see how he kind of pans out for us. Moving on, let's go to... Hmm. The Taiwan Mullen from Indiana, a cornerback. Um, we didn't even choose any cornerbacks at all in the draft. So it's kind of interesting to be able to see where we're going to try to go with the cornerback position. And once again, when I was talking about the cornerback position, you know, they must be, feel pretty good about what they got in the room right now. I mean, last year we did go pretty heavily on the cornerback. JC Jackson, I love seeing his videos of him really battling back right now and looking really, really good. Uh, in the workout room and doing his workouts, it's exciting to be able to see him kind of get better and stronger and healthier at this moment. So, uh, but let's talk about Taiwan Mullen, Indiana, 5'10", 160. His cousin is Lamar Jackson. I think some people kind of kept thinking it's easy. Trayvon Mullen, um, you know, cousin, brother, something like that. But he is the cousin of Lamar Jackson. Um, really good speed that allows him to play off coverage and man to man seems to stay on his man and not let a lot of separation. He does seem like he has some good ability to stay really stuck on the defender. 
Very good in run support, too, and can climb the ladder on a 50-50 ball when necessary. Um, does have a very does a very good job of, of tackling and dissecting plays to wrap up players. I do think he needs to work on turning his head a little bit more. Um, it's kind of in coverage. It seems like almost like guessing to where the ball's at, not going to see where the ball's at. Uh, kind of reminds me a little bit of Dean Leonard last year for us in the preseason games. Um, you know, on the smaller side of cornerbacks, which it seems like we've kind of been going on that a lot with like Asante Samuel Jr. Um, and just having a little bit more smaller guys. But hey, if the guys could play bigger, that's great. I'll take it all day. So Taiwan Mullins guy that I would like to be able to keep an eye on too in this camp. So um, moving on, let's move on to... Is it Breven Allen from Campbell? Small school, obviously. Um, you know, this one is uh, another one that I think that uh, is a p- position of need, uh, at least specifically for depth in the defensive edge, defensive line kind of position for us. I do think it's kind of cool because I, I do feel like Thule, when we when we drafted him, he could be kind of a tweener player for us where he could be defensive end or defensive line for us. And Breven looks like he's kind of that guy, too, that fits that mold a little bit, too. 6'4", 261, had about 20 and a half sacks in his college career. Apparently ran a 4'5", 40, which is extremely fast for a well defensive lineman and then for an edge, too. I think that's a pretty good speed. Uh, did also bench about 4'15". He's got, he's got some strength, dude. So love to see that. In 2021, nine and a half sacks, 17 and a half tackles for loss. He has the ability to control a defender in front of him with one arm, which is great to see. He has the ability and the, the long, the, the arm reach to be able to hold off the, the blocker in front of him and not allow the defender to lock him up. He understands where the ball is. He It was in one of the videos that I watched with him. He did this sick interception where the ball got tipped. He was locked up by a defender, but was able to release from that defender and then catch the ball while getting off the blocker. So it was really cool to see. I do think the one thing, too, he needs to be a little bit better in the run game from what I saw from him. I feel like he's a little bit just kind of locks up a little bit too often sometimes, um, which, you know, you're not 100% every single time with every play that you go with. But um, I do think that he also needs a counter move. He's almost like a single note kind of um, rusher. Um, he doesn't really try to do much more than just one move and just goes. Um, but I'm interested to see uh, Breven Allen, um, see how he goes. Small school, once again, Campbell. Um, you're going into the NFL now. You're getting to the best of the best now. Things are a little bit more difficult in the NFL. So we'll see how he pans out on this team. Uh, moving on. We are going to speak on... Cam Brown at Ohio State or Cameron Brown, either which way. I know based upon the <laughs> the uh, website I w- jumped on here with uh, NFL Draft Buzz, they put him as Cameron Brown. Um, but out of Ohio State, you kind of think, wow, okay, how did an undrafted free agent guy from Ohio State find a way on this team? Well, I do think the thing about him, <clears throat> he's got size. I think he's got a good like fit for what we're able to do or what you would like out of a cornerback. I just don't think that he had enough time on the field for some reason. Maybe it was just a depth situation. Maybe it was a lot more injury situations or whatnot, but let's talk about Cam Brown here. Four, five, seven, 40 on his pro day, which probably is initial knock on him. That's probably going to be a little bit too slow to run as a cornerback. Six foot, 200 pounds, only had 10 pass breakups 
and one interception over five seasons. That's kind of showing, one, if he was on the field a lot, he really didn't produce too much. Or two, he was never really on the field. Uh, very competitive and can give up, can give run support in his best season 2021 as a senior. Brown saw uh, action in about 11 games while playing 456 snaps. He logged 20 tackles, six assists, and made five stops in coverage. Brown had about six pass breakups, one interception, and surrendered an elite quarterback rating when targeted at 44.9. More like press coverage. Uh, well, he likes more press coverage, um, seems to be hesitant and off coverage. I It was interesting with his elite quarterback rating. It kind of showed a couple different things um, where some years were great and then some years were bad. So, like, for instance, as a freshman, he didn't have a huge amount of games, just action about three games, 24 snaps. He had a quarterback rating of 39.6 as a sophomore, 68.3 on 255 snaps. His two games in 2020, 39.6. I mean, he is doing really, really well on that level. Uh, but as 2021 as a senior, he basically had 44.9, which we talked about. Very good to see that. Um, and then 2022 as a fifth-year senior, he basically had 140.1 on 256 snaps. So there was a drop there at some point. So that's he, he was having a very good career in college, but then it was just something changed in his fifth year. So. Um, it's going to be interesting to see where he kind of goes and how he plays at this team. I, I do think that we're pretty good at the cornerback position, but who knows? Um, a guy could come out and break out. Remember, Michael Davis came in as an undrafted free agent, and he's been absolutely rock solid for us. So, But that is <clears throat> Cam Brown at Ohio State cornerback. Moving on, let's chat about... It's going to be Tyler Baker Williams out of North Carolina State, another cornerback. You know, he's listed as a safety on the website here that I'm going to show, which, you know, maybe it's going to be kind of a hybrid thing for him. Uh, maybe he'll be kind of the guy where he'll try to find a way either in the safety position or cornerback position. I mean, height-wise, six foot, 205, you know, that's not bad at all. Um, pretty good size all around. Four, six, seven. 40, which isn't as good um, as you need to be. He could be more of a safety kind of position with that kind of speed. Had five total picks in college, which you'd love to see. you got like to see a guy that has the ability to get out there and to be able to, uh, you know, get after the ball, get some picks. I think it's probably more picks than Nas Adderley had. So um, if they put him in that safety position, he could be uh, a good position for us uh, as a depth kind of situation behind Alohi and JT Woods. Seems to struggle a little bit of it out of his back pedal, which needs to be work on uh, on transition. Uh, he did get second in rankings as a slot quarterback in college football, eighty point nine. So there is kind of that level of okay, you know, just Sir Taylor is he going to be our slot cornerback? Um, possibly. Um, are they going to go out and sign another guy too? Are they going to bring back uh, Bry Bryce Callahan? I don't know. I mean, that's some things that we start to look at in the after the draft. Um, where we got to think, hey, where are some gaps that we need to be able to fill here? So Tyler Baker Williams is going to be one of those guys I'm going to see. I would assume that they're going to kind of throw around a little bit on field in different positions and different situations. So did want to just kind of go over 2018. His quarterback rating was 53.1 on only 19 snap, snaps. Sophomore, 493 snaps, 74.9. 2020, 749 snaps, 99.9 snaps 
Uh, did have nine total pressures, two sacks on the year. Uh, 2021, um, 90.2 cornerback rating, 12 pressures, no sacks on the season. 2022, uh, 81.3 quarterback rating and seven pressures, one sack on the season. So he kind of had this progression of like almost going upwards uh, to where he's giving up more as a quarterback rating. So who knows, who knows what's really going to happen here? I mean, it's going to be an interesting thing to be able to see. He did kind of come as an unranked prospect initially coming in so to college but he was able to go to nc state so either which way that's what we got going on here for uh tyler baker williams moving on let's talk a little bit more about the guy that everybody seems to be in love with right now and uh that is going to be uh jared clark big guy defensive tackle from Coastal Carolina, man, what's not to love about a guy that just has just straight butt and gut, dude. You know, I mean, this guy is a behemoth, 6'4", 334. I mean, he's not the fastest guy by any means. Three and a half sacks, though, 40 tackles, 12 solo. Um, senior, you think about him, um, you know, he's just a massive guy all around. Invited the 2023 Senior Bowl, recorded about seven and a half sacks, in three seasons of playing defense after initially being recruited as a tight end. So what a change going from tight end to defensive tackle, man, wild. Um, put, there's a video that I saw where there was, he just like put a guy on skates. I mean, it was like, he straight bullied the guy bull rushed him and the guy could not find a way to be able to get his footing at all. Got a huge wingspan of six ten, give or take massive guy. But the thing is, though, I'll say as a knock, he does stand up a bit tall. He doesn't have too sturdy of a base where he could be pushed very much easily off his side. He's kind of a guy where he just wants to bull rush through somebody. Um, I do think that all the metrics out there, big weight span, wingspan, good weight, good size, good, good, okay hands, good span all around. His metrics basically on the 40s, shuttles, all that stuff are not very good. But, you know, it's a big guy. You would just really hope to be able to find a guy that could actually just fill that gap for that bigger, bigger body guy for us. Um, you know, just going through his seasons and everything here, he was uh, 12 games as a freshman, 339 snaps, 13 tackles, 14 assists, nine stops as a pass rusher, eight pressures, five quarterback carries, no hits, three sacks on the season. Good freshman season there. As a sophomore, 13 games, 407 snaps. 19 tackles, nine assists, 19 stops. As a pass rusher, he chalked up 11 total pressures, nine quarterback hurries, one quarterback hit, three sacks during the year. So he's pretty consistent. You know, his snap count isn't like huge, but it's giving him like probably more of a situational type thing um, as just more of a, you know, possibly a run stopper kind of thing uh, for us. I mean, I don't imagine him really being more on the pass rush type situation, but he's probably more of a run stopper specialist. Uh, 2022, 12 games, 471 snaps, 22 tackles, seven assists while making 22 stops. Pass rusher, 25 total pressures, 19 quarterback hurries, two quarterback hits, four sacks. It's kind of wild to be able to see that jump for him. I think they really started putting him more in a pass rush situation later in the in his career there at Coastal Carolina, and he looked like he produced pretty well. Um, who wouldn't want to have a big guy right there that could just be that button gut in the middle? Tough guy that might actually be, you know, 
asked for two blockers on him at every time. Just imagine having that Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, Thule on the outside, Morgan Fox, uh, Sebastian Joseph Day, you know, Austin Johnson, all these guys on there that could just have the ability. If there's one guy in there that's just going to be required to have two players there on him, could be massive for us and really, really open up our, our rush game a lot more. So um, quick hand, slap away blocks, but often gets caught in hand fighting at the line rather than quickly disengaging. Uh, raw pass rusher doesn't have the foot speed to chase down ball carriers. Struggles with leverage off the snap and plays too tall. Uh, so I do think there's kind of some things that we could kind of work with on, but you know, there's more strengths than weaknesses on this one, right? So you kind of look at that and say, Hey, this could be a great, great pickup. And I know a lot of people kept talking about him in our, my last video about the offensive player. People were saying in the comments, talking about Jared Clark. So I'm excited to see him. He's definitely one that is, is definitely going to be on my radar for this, um, this uh, off season and going into training camp. Moving on, got another linebacker here, Nathan East. So let's from, he's a linebacker from Samford. Let me pull this one up here for you. You know, once again, there is a lot of need for the linebacker position, in my opinion. I think there is going to be some room for these guys to be able to find a way on here. Oop, I'm sorry, I grabbed the wrong one here. Let's go back on this. Uh, but... I do think that there is going to be a need for a linebacker on this team. So um, I'm excited to be able to see what he could potentially do here on this team um, and see kind of where he pans out for us. So, all right, where are you? <clears throat> all right, here we go. Nathan uh, East. Here's the linebacker from Samford. Here we go. So 6'2", 232, linebacker, um, all around. I think it's pretty interesting to be able to see where he might be able to be good. What Just going through his interview here, there's not a ton of information on him because he's obviously coming from a smaller school at Samford. Best quality. I think they would say I'm a good teammate, very accountable. I do things the right way and lead by example. And, you know, I think that's really all what you want from a guy um, in the linebacker position or on your team in general. Just do the right things. A guy that you can trust that he will do his job. What kind of role do you see yourself on the team? What scheme and position suits your skill set? I mainly play a 4-3 base defense and mostly outside linebacker and occasionally DN. So could be kind of a flex position for us. I'm typically a coverage linebacker, though. Love to hear that. I think that's what the Chargers are focusing on. I have a good number of reps coming off the edge. I also have several opportunities during spring brawl playing a middle high safety position our new system. That's kind of interesting. I have good athleticism, which allows some versatility to play all over. I have evolved into a nickel linebacker. All right. Having experience covering receivers in the slot. I've also had good reps on special teams that being more emphasized this season. So that's a big thing for us. I mean, you want a guy that could be flexible and a chargers have really been a big fan of that. So uh, Nathan E 6'2", 227. Finished his career at 361 tackles, 18 and a half tackles for loss, four sacks, one interception, 45940 from his pro day. And once again, he's really kind of known as a coverage linebacker. So I'm interested to see where he goes. I mean, once again, he's coming from a small school to NFL. Big jump, big jump of what's going on there uh, as a player. So Nathan East, keep an eye out for him. Moving on, let's go back to Andrew Farmer. Uh, interesting thing about Andrew Farmer, 
Uh, I remember hearing a little bit of hype about him going into this draft. I mean, a Division II guy here from Lane College, 472, 40, jumped 37 inches in the vertical, well built, 6'3, 250. So he's got kind of that weight already, uh, good size, posted 17 and a half sacks and 44 tackles for a loss in two years for Lane College. Uh, Steve Wycheck of NFL Network says he's unblockable and dominated Division II. Um, he basically has quoted and said, I played as a pass rusher in 3-4 and 4-2-5 scheme. I was used as a 3-4 and a 4-I, which allowed me to use and develop my leverage. Farmer said his versatility is playing a big role in his in his success. Watching footage on him, he really does seem like he does a great job of going after, uh, well, like pursuit speed, basically. Really nasty attitude, goes after opponents, forces the action causing fumbles fluid agile and immediately alters the angle of attack to get to the action stays with the plays and works to defend the run and rush the passer. Love seeing this. I mean, now once again, you're going from small school to NFL, big, big jump, but there was a lot of hype about him. I think I watched his HBCU um, uh, highlights and, and just watching that he seemed like one of those guys that was really finding a way to be able to, um, you know, show his strengths all around. So, Explosive playmaking skulls, small school defender with 58 tackles, 25 tackles for a loss last year. He loves seeing that good size. And I think got a very, very strong ability to be able to make an impression on this team. Weakness primarily comes out of a three-point stance, lacks a first step off a snap, true, lacks true pursuit speed, even though he plays fast. I felt like he was a little bit better on pursuit speed, in my opinion, than what they're stating here. But hey, what do I know, right? Uh, but Andrew Farmer, I think that he's one to be able to keep an eye on here. And uh, I think that he he can make an impact all around. So so Andrew Farmer, edge from lane. Moving on, let's go to another defensive player here. AJ Finley here. Uh, he is from Ole Miss. So pulling up, pulling more players from Ole Miss here. So AJ Finley. Cornerback, 6'3", 205. Love the size there, guys. I mean, that's awesome to be able to see. 2022 season, two picks, two pass defense, 42 tackles, no touchdowns off his picks. Um, you know, all around, high IQ player with an in-depth understanding of route combinations, game-changing plays that he's made and, and, and has an interception return for a touchdown. Good job jumping routes to make plays in the ball in man-to-man -man coverage. He's shown that he can cover receivers and slot, mirroring them uh, on in-breakers and carrying players vertically down the field. You know, I, I think this one's a fun one to watch. I mean, once again, safety is kind of that area that I think is probably one of the best ways to be able to get on this team. Because, I mean, once again, JT Woods, uh, we got obviously Derwin James, um, we got Mark Webb, we got um, Aloe Gilman, but adding another safety as a project would be really good. So eight interceptions and 21 passive breakups in four years for the rebels has positioned versatility for both safety and cornerback projects best as a free safety in a cover two scheme. Great. Uh, ran four, four, seven at 40 at a pro day. Awesome. That's good speed. Uh, more issues are a thin frame needs to work on his tackling techniques to be able to hold up in the NFL. I know 205 is not a bad size in my opinion, but as a, as a safety, you're probably going to need a little bit more weight just so you can kind of make sure you don't feel uh, <laughs> those hits a little harder on your frame. So 
Uh, AJ Finley, I'm excited to be able to see him out on the field. I think he's had, has a great chance to be able to find his way on this team. And I think that we do have a need at the safety position. So uh, moving on, let's go to Terrence Lang, defensive line, Colorado. Now, defensive line, we, we got to find more ways to be able to add guys there. Um, you know, it's interesting because I, if I'm on this website that I'm going to show you guys right now, they show him as a defensive end. Now, I'm hearing him as more as a defensive lineman guy. So they put him as DE and edge, 6'7", 290. Great size all around. Um, I interest, Interesting thing on this website, it says 290. I've seen him as 265. So I don't know exactly where he's at. I mean, that's where it's sitting and where I'm finding it. The big knock on him is his 40 speed is at 4 or 5.0. Two so five seconds, just a hair over five seconds. Yeesh, that's probably the big, big knock on him. Metrics fit extremely well for him, uh, but speed is required of him. So that's probably where he'll probably get pushed more to the defensive line, inside line, because of his speed. Ten sacks, five seasons, a lot of hustle in him with violent hands. Needs to work on his moves, and not and not an edge burner by any means. More of a straight line rusher, in my opinion. He'll just go straight through you versus kind of do some some uh, razzle-dazzle to be able to get around these defenders. So I think it's an interesting one. Um, I think it's, once again, I'm going to expect a lot of looks on our defensive line. And uh, we do need some more depth all around there. So Terrence Lang from Colorado, keep an eye out for him. Moving on, and actually our last um, defensive player that we had picked up for undrafted free agents now this name i'm going to butcher for sure uh, <laughs> so is it a mechi ozudinma i think is how you say it uh, he is a uh cornerback from ball state so absolute ball hawk for us from ball state uh with 10 picks with 44 pass breakups he has the ability to pursue the defender bat the ball down or get an interception. He does return kicks, which we want to be able to see more competition on that level. Does need to work on his back pedal and shorten his steps a bit. He's kind of getting a little high with his back pedal. Needs to get a little bit smaller on his steps. Getting low, in my opinion, will be able to help him out because he stands a bit tall. Getting lower will force your body to want to have smaller steps all around. I think this one's an interesting one because, once again, 448, 40 time. You got to love seeing that as a punt returner, which I assume he's going to have his best bet to be able to find a way on this team through special teams. He's got to find a way to be able to use that speed and to be able to potentially be a kick returner for us too. trust his eyes. Very good awareness has a very good reaction skills to break up quickly on the ball. Savvy cover skills to recognize and anticipate routes, understand what's coming and has good ball skills. Stout and feisty. You got to love seeing that. You love a guy that wants to give effort all around questionables backpedal like i talked about inconsistent getting off the off blocks high pedal loses step and transition so once again he needs to shrink his steps a little bit on this on on as a cornerback to be able to be a little bit more elusive or ability ability to be able to be more reactive to what the receiver that he is blocking um all around is but you know what fun one to be able to watch so that's it for the undrafted free agents for the defensive side. Now, once again, 
I'm going to just pick out a couple guys here too that I think that would probably be in a good position for this team. Uh, AJ Finley is one guy that really kind of put like based upon a need on our team's safety. I think he projects very well as a free safety for us in a cover two scheme. He's got good speed, good size. He's got eight interceptions. He he seems to be a guy that could really fit extremely well for this team um, and adding some more size in the backfield next to Derwin James. I think that would be a good guy to keep an eye on. Andrew Farmer, he really, he really his metrics are okay. Um, good size. He, he was productive at Lane College, but at the same side, I think that he does have the ability to find a role in here. Um, obviously, it's going to have to come through special teams. He has got to find a way on this team through special teams. So I, I'm excited to be able to see him. Once again, Steve Wyshek of the NFL Network says he's unblockable and dominated Division II. So it'll be interesting to see where he's at in the NFL. Big jump. And then the one other player that I'm going to say, based upon everybody saying that they fell in love with this guy, is Jared Clark, Coastal Carolina defensive tackle. Massive guy. Was at the Senior Bowl. Huge wingspan. Button gut. One thing, he just needs to work on his footwork. He needs to be a lot more stable with his feet. He does need to be able to find the ability to use his size to his advantage. Sometimes I see these defensive tackles that just cannot find a way to use their size to their advantage. A big, big guy like that is not going to be easy for anybody to be able to push around. So I think if he could use his size in some way or another, that's where he needs to be able to find a more stable foundation for his position. But I think Jared Clark is a guy that has a great chance to find his way on this team. So, so that is the recap. Sorry for the longer video here, but this is the recap for all the defensive undrafted free agents here. Who do you guys think has a great chance to be able to find on this team? I think there's a couple guys on here that could be, uh, you know, great special teams guy and great depth position guys for us too. So let me know what you guys think all around. I'm excited about it. I'm ready for the season. I'm looking forward to even the rookie camp that should be coming up here pretty soon too, of them all getting together. So Either which way, guys. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys. Like, subscribe, sub, and let's get out of here. Bolt bros, let's go.